What's up, guys? Kevin Thomas, John Epps here. Week 5 of the 2020 high school football season. It's October 23rd, and we are here with Moving the Chains, giving you all the scores and recaps from not only the upstate, but the whole state of South Carolina. John, i got to lead the show with this. We saw a number one team go down tonight. It's crazy. We saw a number one team go down tonight, John. Everyone's vulnerable. Uh, we'll get to that, but we'll go ahead and we'll kind of tease it. It was... Uh, the Myrtle Beach Seahawks went down, a team that we did not see losing this year, at least especially um, in this week's matchup against Wilson. But they did. They did. So we'll get to that here in a minute. But, John, tell people, tell, tell people a little bit about what you were at tonight. We'll kind of go through that game in a minute. But kind of give us a quick recap of that one, uh, just kind of about the atmosphere and whatnot. And then we'll talk about the actual breakdown here here later on in the show. Yeah, we were uh, had a good crowd out at Dooley Field at Greer. Uh, Lot on the line for the Greer Yellow Jackets. It was a basically win this game. You got the number one spot. You are technically by tiebreak region champs, definitely in the playoffs. You lose this game, you open yourself up to not even making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And uh, Greer came out good against Lawrence, uh, and they came out. Uh, TJ Bradford running back for them started out the game. Takes the first play from scrimmage, 61 yards to the house. You know, he's he's fast. He got to the corner and then ran through a couple arm tackles. Took it all away. Awesome. Set the tone quick for the Greer Yellow Jackets. Yeah, sounded like a great game, John. Let's um tell people where they can find us here. Obviously on Facebook, Moving the Chains SC. On Twitter, at uh, Moving Chains. Instagram, at Moving Chains. Love to have you guys check out there. We're trying to get our live stream going on Twitter right now. It's having some issues, so I don't know if that one's going to happen tonight, which is why you should always watch on Facebook. I'm trying to tell you guys, um, check us out every time on there. But if you're not if you're not on Facebook, get over there, tell your friends, like, comment, share. We're going to run through some upstate scores here, John. You got some state scores. We'll kind of go back to that Greer recap here for everybody to just kind of tune in if that works for you. That works. Awesome. A blowout tonight, John. Daniel takes down BHP 52-14. to the game you were at, Greer 37, Lawrence 21, Legion Collegiate 24, Blacksburg 12, Rolling Springs 27, Greenwood 24, Palmetto 55, Carolina 26, Abbeville 46, Christchurch 0, Crescent 40, Liberty 8, Blue Ridge 16, Berea 14, Dorman 21, Spartanburg 0, Travelers Rest 32, Easley 12, Greenville 42, Eastside 13, Malden 52, Jailman 7, Wren 56, Pendleton 34, Powdersville 57, Southside 32, Florence Christian 42, Spartanburg Christian 13, Whitmire 44, Calhoun Falls 0, Union County 42, Emerald 27, Westside 56, Pickens 6, Wahala 36, Woodmont 35, and Clinton beats Woodruff 33-14. Then 96-31, uh, West Oak 7, couple postponements. We've got Fort Mill Gaffney postponed, Whitehampton Burns postponed, T.L. Hannah Hillcrest postponed, we got two games tomorrow, actually, John. We've got Broom at Chapman tomorrow, and we also have – who else coming to tomorrow? I, I just saw it. Uh, St. Joe's – no, not St. Joe's Landrum. Landrum. We've got who a couple of Midlands tomorrow? games tomorrow on the slate. I just wrote this down, and I lost it in my paper or paperwork. I don't know. We've but. got Batesburg-Leesville going to Saluda Batesburg-Leesville, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Big yep. game. Yep. Yep. Big game. One of our game. games of the week there. But, yeah, John, hit us with some statewide scores here, if you don't mind. Yeah, so taking a trip around the state, we start in Orangeburg, Brooklyn, Casey, 24, Orangeburg, Wilkinson, 0, Chesney, 31, Airport, 20. Got a couple upstate scores where I went over here. Woodland, 25, Timberland, 8, River Bluff, 45, White Knoll, 14, 
Whale Branch 69, Charleston Charter 0. Now, look, hey, listen to this stuff. Charleston Charter? Remember I picked on Academic Magnet last yes, week? Yes, I did. In the, I did. Uh, what are they, the Raptors? Charleston Charter through the Riptide. Ooh. I like that. That's interesting. I like that. That's very interesting. We've got West Ashley over Wando tonight, 21 14. Bardwell over Wade Hampton, 28 14. It's a good win there. Very good win. Travelers Rest, 32. Easily, 12. Green Sea Floyd's back on the winning path. They defeat Timmonsville tonight, 55 to 20. Strom Thurman, 28. Fox Creek, 10. Here's a little bit, I think, a, a bit of an upset here in the lower state. Stratford, 22. Goose Creek, 21. This is, and, and here we go, we got to pump up Powdersville again. Another win for the bat for the Patriots. They go on the road tonight. They defeat Southside 57-32. to 32. Good win for the Patriots, Powdersville. Silverluff, 52. Williston, Elko, 24. Johnsonville over Scotts Branch, 38-22. Westwood, 52. Richland Northeast, 6. Oceanside over Academic Magnet, 49-0. Big game at District 5 Stadium tonight. Northwestern over Rock Hill, 35-21. Here is a close game down on the Strand. North Myrtle Beach, they escape over West March tonight, 28-21. They were uh, up big. West Point's been a nice little comeback there to, to make it close, but uh, North Myrtle Beach was too much. I don't know what the biggest guys. odds were on both Myrtle Beach teams losing tonight, but boy, that it was... It almost cashed, whatever it yeah, was. That would have been a big number. It almost cashed. South Aiken, 40. Midland Valley, 7. It looks like we have no score from Fairfield Central Mid-Carolina. It looks like that game might have been postponed late. Um, if not, we just don't have a score. May River Hilton Head, apparently that game has been canceled as well. We've got uh, Crescent over Liberty Night, 40 to 8. St. Joseph's over Landrum, 34 to 17. Indyland, 48. Lancaster, 13. Hartsville in a dogfight tonight over South Florence, 42 to 34. Gilbert all over Swansea, 55 to 7 tonight. Gilbert having a very good season right now. Fort Dorchester, I tell you what, a good night to be down in the lower state tonight. Fort Dorchester escapes Somerville 35-34. to Another game where Somerville, I believe, was up uh, for a while there in that game. Fort Dorchester had to kind of come back and pull out that victory. Then you get uh, Chad Furman in here, he's watching, get him and tell him to give us some details on that one if he's got them. That might be a good thing for Fort Dorchester. Opening you up a little bit, realize yep. what you got to work on for playoffs coming around. Get tested a little bit. We've got Dutch, and here's another game, a little bit testy. Dutch Fork over Spring Valley, 21-0. to zero. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a tight game for Dutch Fork. We, we say a three-score game is a tight game, but that's, for Dutch Fork standards, that's pretty tight. Yep. Dylan, nothing uh, nothing in doubt here. They defeat Georgetown tonight, 52-0. to zero. Yep, he said uh, Sorville was up 28-14 to 14 on Fort Rochester at one point. Couldn't, couldn't hold on to the lead there. In the fourth quarter. No, no, oh. no. You hate to see it. You really do. You hate to see it. Ah, tough, tough game for Somerville. Cross, they defeat St. John's tonight, 32-0. to zero. Here is a little bit of a shocker to me. Catawba Ridge, the new high school, they go into Chester tonight, defeat the Cyclones 21-9. to nine. We talked about Catawba Ridge week one. They gave South Point a really good fight. They played some good ball games this year. The, they have. For their inaugural year, 
playing some pretty good football. Catawba Ridge might be one to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, that school coming out of Fort Mill. I like the nickname here. They are the Copperheads. I like that. I pretty like good. that. Pretty good stuff. Chapin is a winner tonight over Lexington, 35-21. How about Carver's Bay over Hemingway, 27-8. Carolina Forest over St. James, 70-28. Again, we got to talk about Carolina Forest a little bit more. They're scoring as many points as they possibly can. <laughs> Berkeley over Cane Bay, 20-0. C.E. Murray over East Clarendon tonight, 50-22. to uh, Tough score here for our Atlanta Vikings. Andrews defeats Latta 42-18 to tonight. This was a huge game. Went to overtime in Columbia tonight. Yes, one of our games of the week. Lamar, they get the W, but 50-44 to over a top-10 C.A. Johnson team. Tonight. And that's another game where C.A. Johnson had a big lead earlier in the game. It was 33-14, 33-21, something like that. They were up big. So for them to, to not be able to hold on to that victory and Lamar come back, that's got to be a heartbreaker for the Hornets. That's tough. But you know what? They they need to – I know they want to win. Everybody wants to win every game, especially a close game against a good quality program like that. But they can go back. And I remember when I was in high school, we knew about C.A. Johnson's basketball school. C.A. Johnson's a homecoming team. Yeah. They used to be a homecoming yeah. team. They probably played homecoming every week. So yeah, that, you know, that is a good, good effort by them. They've got a chance to make some noise in the playoffs. I think it was just last week they uh, they cracked the top ten poll there. Yes, so yes. They got First some, time I've they, ever they've seen had a good season for sure, and, and obviously played well tonight. Couldn't quite capitalize, but good ball game and a, a good season for C. A. Johnson for sure. Yeah, so that caps off uh, statewide scores. We'll come back here in a minute, and I'll give yeah. some Midland scores that we missed out here earlier. Yeah, I'll give a quick shout out here. I got to see some viewers. We've got uh, Chad's in here, Haley, Rashodi, Mark. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We thank you for. Doing that, I'm sure be sure to like our page here on Facebook, uh, comment on the video. If you were in a game, if you saw a score miss, let us know. I know we've got some comments earlier from Jay and from Chad with Sumter scores and Fort Dorchester scores and whatnot. Appreciate that. I saw Chris giving us some Northwestern Rock Hill scores earlier. That was much appreciated as well. Uh, obviously, we can't be at all the games, so we, we weren't able to see everybody. So if you guys were at a game, tell us how it went. Tell us uh, you know who looked good, who looked bad. Send us some pictures. We'd love to have that from you guys. But you know, share our page. Tell your friends about it. I'd love to have as many viewers as we can, it can each week and to try to kind of grow this thing. Follow us on Twitter as well at MoveInChange, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. That's the same handle on Instagram as well. Where we've got some pretty cool pictures coming out for you. i got some good stuff from under the water tower where John was coming out here in a couple of days for you. Uh, Twitter's where we do most of our score updates throughout the night and things like that. But I want, you, I want you to certainly follow us on all our social media platforms as well as YouTube where we put up a video of the show afterwards and then obviously you can get the audio only version on apple podcast google podcast spotify you'll have our recap show that we did tonight you'll have that audio only tomorrow morning you'll have our preview show that we do on wednesday or thursday you'll have that on you know thursday morning friday morning whenever we get that put up as well i want to shout out right quick to espn update rob brown for having us on yesterday to do our preview show with In him prime time he put yeah 6 15 the, the boys were the boys were on the come up uh, kind of giving us some previews of some Upstate and statewide games. Uh, love being on there with Rob's show. So check us out for, for our preview show as well each week as we try to kind of grow that part of it. Um, anything else I'm missing, John, before we, before we go back to the Midland scores? I don't think so. Back to the Midland scores. Here we go, John. All right, so a couple that we haven't covered yet. AC floor all over Drew tonight. Let me comment here right quick. To zero. With Motor Beach going down, AC floor may be the number one team before you next week. Tell There's a real chance. There's a real chance there. And Floor, another team in the late last five years or so, they've been pretty good. 
they used to be a spring sports school. Mm-hmm. Golf, baseball, yep. they had it covered. But they've been pretty good at football last few years. You take this really next level here on AC floor. They are quarterback by a former Hillcrest kid, Ethan Beamish, who is now at AC really? floor. Yeah, so really? tie it all back into the upstate here, John. Okay, all right, all right. That's a, what is it? Hillcrest, you got to hang on with the talent you got. <laughs> they got great players. You know, and they've got a good team. Then you think how much better they could have been. Now we talk about where all these alumni are going. They're playing great. Unreal. All right. Back on track here. <laughs> Camden, a big winner tonight over Marlboro County, 52-14. to 14. Dutch Fork, we see that. We, we ought to mention this as much as we can. Dutch Fork, a winner tonight with only 21-0 over Spring Valley. Mm-hmm. Here is our game of the week that we talked about earlier this week. Great Collegiate knocks off Newberry 34 28 sounds like a great game yep. down there. I know we picked Gray just because, of, or at least yep. me. We both did. Because yep. they had some uh, experience. Yeah, um, That's the game. So you, you got to take ass off to Newberry, who haven't played since week one. This and they played a game this year. tough. Uh, I do want to mention this. I, ha- I don't have the final stats on this kid, but we talked about yesterday on Rob's show, KZ Adams, the running back for, for Greg Collegiate. He also played both ways, John. Had a pick, and he had, uh, last time I saw it, early fourth quarter, 245 rushing yards nice. at that point. So not sure what he finished with, but... The kid toasts the rock and gets, gets monster yards. Maybe uh, that sounds like a game ball kind of effort right yeah, there. Yeah, might be, might be. That's awesome. We got that. That's good news. That's something cool to hear. This is something not so cool to hear for me. Uh, Irmo knocks off Wigoff Elgin tonight, thirty-three to fourteen. Laura Richland over Keenan tonight, forty-three to fourteen. Mid Carolina defeats Manning, forty-three to eighteen. Here's a fun score um, down in. I guess you could call it the horse country of, of the Midlands. Ridgeview and Blythewood. Ridgeview knocks them off seven to nothing. Really they defensive the battle Blazers. there. Really defensive battle. And, you know, I'm still bitter about Blythewood. Anytime someone knocks off Blythewood, I'm all for it. They don't want to play the upstate boys. Nobody That's wants to play anybody That's anymore. Fine. You know, sidebar here, right quick wait for you back to that. I read that, you know, Burns looking for an opponent this week. They had reached out to at least ten teams. Everybody said no. Name them. I don't know all that. I do, I do know that. one. One was uh, Raven High School from Georgia, coached by Jay, Bo, Jay Bo Shaw, Gunner Stockton, the QB. Oh, so they wanted no. to come play somebody in South Carolina. Burns said, let's go. And they said, no, oh, we don't want to play you guys. So you hate to see stuff like that. You know, you've already got a shortened season, and teams don't want to play when they can. Like, just get out there and strap it up and let's go. That's that's incredible. You hate to see that's it. I hope that's not foreshadowing that young man's career about <laughs> playing teams in upstate South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. That'll remain to be seen. Peeling with a shutout tonight over Edisto, 27 to 0. Your team of the week. That's last right. Week. That's right. They have carried that momentum into this week well. Now, this is, I, you know, Kev likes to cover the, the skis guys. I'm not, you know, I don't really care. But this score is one that deserves to be talked about. <laughs> Richard Wynn knocks off Jefferson Davis tonight by the score of 80 to 20. Richard Whoa. Wynn says, hey, Clemson, I see you're 73. I'll raise you one more touch. The over-under was a 78, so this team's uh, <laughs> covered that easily. I'll tell you what, that's awesome. River Bluff knocks off White Knoll tonight, 45-14. And as we talked about, big game in Saluda mm-hmm. tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. They will host Batesburg-Leesville. A score from Thursday, Columbia knocks off Eau Claire, 30-8. And a cancellation, this is disappointing, uh, we talked about North Central a little bit mm-hmm. beforehand. North Central, a, a small school in Kershaw County, 
got completely leveled by a tornado, I think it was two years ago now, they made their first appearance in a long time in the top ten of the polls. Their game tonight against Central Page Lynn uh, has been postponed because of COVID, and they will not make that game up. I saw another one I saw. We had uh, Louisville Macby also postponed, uh, and that game will be forfeited by Macby, which Louisville will win by forfeit because all region games have to be played by November 6th. So the only day they could possibly play for the two-week quarantine period was November 5th, right. and it couldn't work for both schedules, so Macby has to forfeit Louisville wins. Yikes. Oh. So what, how does... Weird, weird season, man. Weird season. With the... I know with some region there's a point tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. How does a forfeit get scored? You know, is it like uh, zero to zero? Is it one to zero? I don't, I, I don't know. know I know in baseball it's nine zero because you get a, you get a run for every inning football. I don't remember how they score it. Uh, somebody, if you know guys how they, how they score a forfeit, let us know. Love to never run into this. Love before. to get that information here from you. Um, I want to chat a couple of viewers. I see we got James in here. We got Curtis in here. Brad's in here checking us out. Thank you guys. Uh, chat with the stat here, John. Somerville is still the only team to beat Fort Dorchester since 2014 in the Low Country. <laughs> In 2018. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's that. I'm kind of confused by what he said there, but we'll go through that. That's um, crazy. Carolina Forest, do you hear that? <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in, appreciate you. Uh, moving the Chains, week five. Kevin Thomas, John Epps here for you, giving you all the scores and some recaps from around the state. Do you want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, the George Agency. Open enrollment, guys. It's time. If you don't have insurance and you need it, call these guys. Maybe you're a seasonal worker. Maybe you know. Uh, maybe you, you own your business. Maybe you're you know a uh, contractor, whatever it is. You don't have insurance to do your job. Call Bradley. Call Wayne. Call Richard and the crew there. They will just take care of uh, you know. If something happens, maybe you lost your job and you need insurance. These guys will take care of you. The JordanC.net, JordanC on Facebook. They do a great job there. Even if you're a small business owner, they can help you out with you know getting some group policies for your whole company there. Located in Mullins and Merle's Inlet, they do they can do work across the state. They got clients in Greer. Seneca, Columbia, Aiken, Greenville, the beach area, the PD area, of course. So don't be scared to give them a call just because you're here in Greenville or Spartanburg. They can help you out there as well. So want to shout those guys out. Shout out to you guys for tuning in tonight and checking us out. Uh, John, I've got a couple things I want to run through before I go back go back into some upstate scores. And you guys may have some more info on this as well, who guys who are watching, like uh, see Antonio, Patricia Antonio tuning in here. I've got some of the, the teams that lock up their region tonight uh, written down here. That is Northwestern. They win region 4-5A. North Augusta wins Region 5-4A. Westside wins Region 1-4A. Woodland wins Region 6-2A. And Greer wins Region 2-4A. A couple other teams have locked up playoff burst, but not the region yet. That's uh, Phillip Simmons, who actually will be second in that Woodland region. North Myrtle Beach is locked up playoff berth. And I think it's going to come down to them playing Myrtle Beach for the region title here in a couple weeks. Aner locked, locked up a berth. Dorman did as well. That region will come down to that Dorman-Burns game here. I think it's uh, in two weeks it is, I believe. Ridgeview locked up, locked up the second place in that region 4-5A behind Northwestern. Greenwood gets a second spot in region 4-2A under Greer, after Greer. And if you guys didn't listen to our show yesterday with Rob, we kind of explained this tiebreaker, how in region 4-2A, we've got three teams tied for the, for the, for the uh, region champ with Greenwood, Greer, and Greenville. With only two spots out of uh, each, each region in 4A, that means one guy gets shortened to the stick. This year it's Greenville to the point uh, differential and Top whatnot. 10 Greenville, a Greenville team that we really like this year. Yeah, we think it's a good team there. So you hate to see that, but with the shortened playoffs this year, you're going to get some of that, John. Uh, it was a weird tiebreaker. It was all head-to-head, which obviously they all tied. The next one was, uh, I think it was uh, 
points versus beating certain teams. They all beat the same teams. That was tied. Then I think he came down to points allowed against affected teams. So Greer gave up, gave up the less points in their games against Greenville and Greenwood to win the region. And then it goes back to head-to-head, and Greenwood beat Greenville. Greenwood gets the second spot there, and Greenville is left at home. Hate to see that, but Greenwood gets that spot. And Lamar also clinches a uh, playoff spot. I'm not sure if that's the region championship playoff spot, but Lamar is also in there. Uh, Chad said, said Fort took Region 8 5A tonight. Um, so they've got that as well. Fort Dorchester has locked that up. So another team there, John. If you want to give us a quick recap of that Greer Lawrence gave me right. I'd love to hear it. Uh, people who hadn't seen these teams, you know, we saw Greer Week One, John, and uh, just talking to you before you we went before we went on the air, you said they look like a much better team than they did against Greenville. They, they look much improved. Um, you know, and I got to give credit to Greenville. We we came into this season not expecting a ton out of Greenville. Mm-hmm. Turns out they were better than what we thought they were yep. Week One. Um, but Greer Greer looked sharp today. You know, I thought they set the tone. You know, if you guys didn't hear right when we came on. Lawrence kicked the ball off to Greer. Greer started at their own 39-yard line. And really nothing tricky. Shotgun formation, a little bit of a halfback trap to T.J. Bradford. He cuts outside, beats the linebacker to the corner, and just gasses by the secondary. They score the first play of the game. Bradford punched another one in in the first quarter. So they're up 14-0 going to the second quarter. Lawrence came back a little bit, made it 17-7 at the half. And one thing I thought was um, not the it, it wasn't the play of the game was in this decided game, mm-hmm. but the play in the game that was the most exciting. <laughs> Lawrence is driving down the football field here at the end of the uh, end of the first half, and they've got a chance to score. They're on about the twenty yard line, and their quarterback puts the ball up a little bit danger. Um, DB for a group makes a good play, picks it off, starts to take it back up field. And the Lawrence quarterback, James abso- Rolfe, good player. James Rolfe absolutely leveled this guy on the sideline. I mean, it was a clean, did not leave his feet, did not leave his hump, just threw his shoulder into him, blew the kid away on the sideline. They threw the flag for uh, targeting. It was not targeting, but it was, uh, it was an authoritative hit by the quarterback. But we get to the second half, and, and Lawrence started to – Put the ball in the air a little bit more. Uh, their wide receiver, number three, is a good, quick little player, fast player. Um, they made a comeback. You know, that was they, – they got 17-14 early in the third quarter. They had a nice touchdown pass over the middle, 38-yard touchdown. So you think, okay, we got a game here. Greer responds with a score. Uh, make it 24-14 going to the fourth. And then um, – you know, Lawrence had a fourth and seven at the Greer 30-yard line. They're down by 10. It's early in the fourth quarter. But fourth and seven at the Greer 30, they've had, had some momentum here in the second half. I say go for it. You're at the 30, fourth and seven. They try for a 47-yard field goal attempt. And, you know, you could tell this kicker has the leg for it, but, man, he's got to hit it perfect. Yeah. He yanked it. I mean, it looked like what I try to do with a three-yard when I'm I mean, he yanked it left, and it was probably laying about the five-yard line. Um, well, well short. Uh, in this game in the fourth quarter, Greer scored again. Jaleel Skinner ran a good route down the middle, um, made the catch, made it 31-14 with about 6.42 left in the game. And that kind of put it away for Greer. But 
Lawrence played good in the second half. It, it, you know, they kind of they brought the one score a couple twice. And you're thinking, okay, we got a game here. We got a game here. But you, the difference in this game, Greer played hard. I think Greer played hard. They, they outmanned them. And Lawrence just looked lazy on defense. They just looked lazy. Uh, you know, Bradford's a good player. He's not a guy where I go, oh, man, that guy's the fastest guy on the field. Yeah. It, it should, he got to the corner. It's a lot of reaching out, arm tackling, and, and he ran through them. You know, and it was just not – it looked like – I don't know if the Lawrence players were thinking too much. Yeah. At, at one point in time, I could hear the Lawrence defensive coordinator saying, be aggressive. You, yeah. know, you guys did this. We, we And I hear him say, we practiced the trap all week. Why are you letting the trap fool you? You know, they, they just – they weren't playing confident on defense, and mm-hmm. it showed – Really, really poorly, especially in that first half. And, and Greer took advantage. They ran the ball. Um, Crosby quarterback played a good game. Uh, wh- one thing that I thought was interesting, Skinner had a good game. Had two very good punts. A 47 <laughs> and 48-yard punt for Jaleel Skinner. But they threw the ball up to uh, number six, Armand. Yeah, Melody Armand, yeah. A ton more than Skinner in this game. Yep. And Armand had, had a big game. game. I think it was last week or two weeks ago their win over uh... – Greenwood, I believe it was. He had a big game, 200-something yeah. yard receiving. He's a yeah. great player. Uh, great player, but yeah. I thought it was just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a guy that, you know, Skinner just picked up a offer from Clemson a few weeks ago. Yep. And they're throwing it throwing it on the other side of the field. Uh, but he had a good game, too. Uh, and Crosby did a good job, um, you know, rolling out. He, he was well aware of the situation. Um, did not take any bad sacks. Did not make any bad throws. Um, Played a clean game. It was a good game by Greer, and, and they deserve it. They deserve being in the playoffs. And it'll be interesting to see how they go. But, you know, I was I wanted a little bit more out of Lawrence tonight, and, and their defense was their defense was the difference in this game. I think there was a little bit of an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and the atmosphere was a little weird. It was the Greer band didn't play a ton. It, yep. was, it was quiet. There wasn't a whole lot of chatter on the sidelines. Um, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if Lawrence has kind of checked out of the season a little bit or, or not. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, Greer brought the energy when they needed it, and, the, you know, they're well-deserving to be region champs. That's it. Hats off to Greer. Well, yeah, I want to give a quick shout-out to Joe and uh, Drew checking us out as well. John, let's say we run through the upstate scores and the state scores one more time, and then we'll hit the uh, teams of the week. If you guys are uh, checking us out here, appreciate it. We're on Moving the Chains SC on Facebook, Moving Chains on Twitter and Instagram, also on YouTube. We're also on uh, audio version only on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your stuff. We, so we put up a audio recap of this show in the morning and do the same thing with our weekly preview show we do as well. John, I want to give a couple uh, quick scores right here I saw from uh, around the state as well. Lakeview beat, beating Hannah Pamplico 42-8. to And uh, the game we talked about, the big upset of the night, Wilson 41, Myrtle Beach 38. Should be a, uh, a heck of a ball game. I mean, that region is kind of up for grabs, I think, because Hartsville's in there, too, I believe. I can tell you in a second here. I believe so, yeah. But I that is so. going to throw that for kind of for a tizzy there with, the, with Myrtle Beach going down and, and everything. So Hartsville's be been a, playing better. You know, I know they, they have. Are. They have. I so. don't know. Have they have they played both North Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach? I'm not sure. I don't think they played both yet. I don't really, I'm not sure they played either one. They've had to play one, I guess, but I don't know who they played. But see we'll, get to, yeah, we'll get back into that. I'm going to run through the upstate scores right quick, uh, if I can here, in our game of the week scores as well. Daniel, 52, BHP, 14. Greer, 37, Lawrence, 21. The game John has talked about winning the region championship there. Legion Collegiate, 24, Blacksburg, 12. Boiling Springs, 27, Greenwood, 24. One of our games of the week there. Listen to this, John. You know, tell about how well good, how, how well Greenwood played last week. Greenville had five turnovers tonight and lost by three to Boiling Springs. 
Oh. Including one, they uh, they fumbled on Bowling Springs' 25-yard line with a minute 36 left that they were driving to try to score to win the game. You hate to see that, but Greenwood cannot hold on to the ball tonight. Bowling Springs wins by three. Palmetto at 55, Carolina 26, Abbeville 46, Christchurch 0, Crescent 40, Liberty 8, Blue Ridge 16, Berea 14, Dorman 21, Spartanburg 0, Travelers Rest 32, Easley 12, Greenville 42, Eastside 13, Malden 52, JL Man 7, St. Joe's 34, Landrum 17, Wren all over Pendleton 56, 34, Powdersville 57, Southside 32, Orange Christian 42, Spartanburg Christian 13, Whitmire 44, Calhoun Falls 0, Union County 42, Emerald 27, Westside, this team has not been tested all year. I mean, I wonder how good they are, but they blow everybody out, Sean. Westside, 56, Pickens, 6, quarterback Pete Zamora. One of our big viewers, appreciate you. He uh, sends us some highlights every week. Appreciate you, Pete. appreciate you there, Pete. And Pickens isn't a terrible squad. Either. No, they've had a good year. They've had a good year for them. Wahala, 36, Woodmont, 35. Wahala scored late, went for two, and got it to win that game. Tonight Very nice. Months. Very well deserved. Clinton, 33, Woodruff, 14, and 96-31, West Oak, 7. The postponements we have so far are Gaffney, Fort Mill, Wade Hampton Burns, and T.L. Hannah Hillcrest. A couple games tomorrow, we have, um, I just wrote it down, Brimman Chapman tomorrow. Uh, also, our game of the week scores right quick here for Bakesburg, you, John. Leesville, Saluda also tomorrow. One of our games of the week, Bakesburg, Leesville, Saluda is tomorrow. Great Collegiate beats Newberry 34-28. to That was a matchup of, what, 3-4 and four in 2A, I believe it was? 2-3. Two two and three. Three. Man, uh, big great time number game two, there. Newberry number 3. Big time game there. And Lamar beat C.A. Johnson 50-44 to in overtime. John, I, I, I got to read this note off here I saw on Twitter by uh, Chris Deering earlier during, but during the Lamar-C.A. Johnson game. So, apparently they had some clock issue. Uh, he said... The PA guy was trying to do the PA system and the clock. <laughs> that's that's so, never going to work. It didn't show up. It got to such a bad point, the officials had to ask to speak to the clock operator <laughs> so they could get him back on track. That's how bad it was, John. The officials stopped the game to talk to the clock operator. So Now, I don't want to call anybody out that used to live in my same household that may, may not have raised me. But I saw there, there were some times running the clock at – Blue Golf Belgian basketball games where uh-huh. the clock is supposed to stop. He's got it going. They go, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. He flips it. It's running when it's supposed to stop. <laughs> Stopping when it's supposed to run it. And it's, boy, it gets, that was, it gets out of hand quick. I got a nice <laughs> shot out of that. The officials have, he said the officials have asked to speak to the official <laughs> scorer. I was like, geez, Louise. Report to the principal's yeah. office. Well, that's all I got, John. Hit us with some state scores here. Then we'll get our teams of the week for everybody. Uh, shout out Dave for tuning in and checking us out as well. Thanks, Dave, for for following us, give us a like, comment, share here on the Facebook page. We start in Orangeburg, Brooklyn, Casey over Orangeburg, Wilkinson tonight, 24-0. Chesney over Airport, 31-20. Woodland over Timberland, 25-8. Woodland wrapping up their mm-hmm. region tonight with that win. River Bluff, 45. White Knoll, 14. Whale Branch over the Charleston Charter Riptide, 69-0 tonight. Wando falls to West Ashley 21 to 14. Barnwell over Wade Hampton 28 to 14. Timminsville, they fall at home tonight to Green Sea Floyd's 55 to 20. Strom Thurmond 28, Fox Creek 10. Another big game in the Low Country. Stratford over Goose Creek 22 to 21 tonight. How about Powdersville going on the road to beat Southside tonight 57 to 32? Great season right now for Powdersville. Silver Bluff over Wilson. They'll go 52-34. to 34. 
Johnsonville all over Scotts Branch. Well, two score game. 38 to 22. Westwood over Richland Northeast, 52 to 6. Oceanside, they shut out Academic Magnet tonight, 49 to nothing. The Ballad District 5 goes to Northwestern tonight. They knock off Rock Hill, 35 to Clutching the region championship, also. Big win. I love that game. Mm-hmm. North Myrtle Beach in a close game. They beat West Florence tonight, 28 to 21. Good win for the Chiefs tonight. South Aiken over Midland Valley, 40 to 7. Crescent over Liberty, 40 to 8. St. Joseph's knocks off Landrum, 34 to 17. Indian Land over Lancaster, 48 13. Big win and could be a very, very important win for Hartsville tonight, defeating South Florence. 42-34. Gilbert over Swansea, 55-7. The Indians continue to have a good season there. And another great game here in the low country. Fort Dorchester knocks off Somerville. I say knocks off, comes back from behind. Yeah, two scores. Two scores late. Very impressive there. And let's see, do we have any more? That's right, Dutch Fork. They beat Spring Valley tonight 21-0. to A little bit of a tight game for the Silver Foxes. Dylan, they rolled tonight over Georgetown 52-0. to Cross, they shut out St. John's 32-0. to Chester, they fall at home tonight to Catawba Ridge 21-9. to That is inaugural season for Catawba Ridge. The Copperheads out of Fort Mill. Playing some pretty tough football here in year one. Chapin, they beat Lexington tonight, 35-21. to And Blue Ridge, they knock off Maria tonight, 16-14. Uh, Lamar with a huge win tonight in overtime. Mm-hmm. They knock off C.A. Johnson, 50-44. to Andrews over Latta, 42-18. C.E. Murray over East Clarendon, 50-22. to Berkeley, they shut out Kane Bay tonight, 20 to zero. Carver's Bay over Hemingway tonight, 27-8. And got it. I got to try to talk more and more about Carolina Farce. They <laughs> dropped 70 tonight on St. James. They win 70-28 to in that game. Good game for the Panthers. And that is everything from around the state. I can touch on a couple more Midland scores. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Uh, do that. I, I can't I can't say this score enough. Wilson 40, 41, Murphy's 38, knocking off the number one team in the state. Not even – Wilson wouldn't even rank. They've done really nothing all year. That's a huge upset. Really, it was back and forth late in the game. I uh, saw Adam Randall had a nice TD catch, uh, nice reverse. I think Murphy's was driving late to win uh, and had a uh, – through interception. I think Wilson actually, Wilson actually took the lead on a scoop and score late wow. in the fourth quarter. So. Was a was a crazy game down there. Uh, well, I don't even know where they played. One of one of the yeah, other doesn't matter. But it was a it was a crazy game to Wilson Myrtle Beach for sure. Tell you what, so. you give that kind of team confidence going to the playoffs. You never know what will happen. Mm-hmm. A team that's playing with a lot of confidence and might be a new number one next week. AC Floor over yep. Drear tonight, sixty three to nothing in that game. Camden with a big win tonight over Marlboro County, fifty two to fourteen. They had not played in a couple weeks. I don't mm-hmm. believe. And uh, Ray Collegiate, big win tonight in our game of the week. They defeat Newberry 34-28. to Still impressive showing by Newberry playing their second game of the entire season. Though. Yes. Urbo, they beat the Lugolf Elgin Demons 33-14 to tonight. 
Florida Richland over Keenan, 43-14. Mid-Carolina, 43. Manning, 18. Very close game in the Midlands. Ridgeview over Blythewood, 7-0. Nice one for the Blazers. Pelion coming off uh, Kev's mm-hmm. Blue Ribbon big. Award. Is big win over Barnwell last week. They shut out Esso this week. The boys on a roll. 7 nothing. River Bluff over White Knoll, 45-14. Westwood over Richland Northeast, 52-6. And some skis of action that got very, very ugly. Richard Wynn, 80. Jefferson Davis, 20. You hate to see it. That is rough. You hate to see it, John. That wraps up uh, everything from around the state. Yeah, I got a couple more um, scores for you here. Uh, actually, one more hour to the Myrtle Beach score. Lakeview, 42. Hannah Pamplico, 8. A couple more region champions are Daniel and Chesney. Uh, along with that list earlier, I had Northwestern, North Augusta, Westside, Woodland, and Greer. Uh, Gilbert also has done that. Fort Worcester also has done that. Uh, i tell you what, John, if you're in the PD region Monday night, Ooh. big ball game, Marion Mullins coming on Monday Ooh. night. Uh, not sure why it got postponed, but it did. So we'll see what happens. That uh, might have been a TV deal. Probably, probably. ESPN could pick it up on a Friday, so I figure <laughs> Monday's a little better for them. Um, Monday Night Football and whatnot. But should be a good ball game there. Uh, over in Marion County, Battle of the Tobacco Cup, or whatever they call it, something like that. I don't know what exactly it is, but something like that. But, John, do you have your team of the week for the people? So, I've got two queued up. I think I know which way you're going to go. No, you don't know anything about me, John. <laughs> you go first. I want you to go first. I want you to have the honors. All right. All right. So, I think I know who you're going to pick, so I'm going to go the other direction. I've got two in my head, so maybe it's the same thing. I'm going to give my team of the week to Fort Dorchester. Whoa! Yeah. Not where I was going. With everything that was on the line tonight for Fort Dorchester, we understand they had, what was it, since 2014? Yeah, I think some of those only team to beat them in the low country, I believe, only is what Chad said. team to beat them in the low country. Um, and, you know, this, this is a team that's been rolling lately. And to come back from 28-14 in the fourth quarter to win this game, I think that says a lot. Hmm. Um, so, my team of the week, Fort Dorchester, great comeback in the fourth quarter. That always should be rewarded. Yep. Neither one of those were the teams I was going to, or that was not the team, either one of the teams that I picked. So now, I don't know what to do because I got two. Um, you know, you, you got to look at a team like Gray Collegiate with their performance. That, that's definitely worthy of team of the week. Um, you know, Casey Adams, like that guy's a beast. I, you got a pick, had 250 plus rushing yards tonight after having 300 something, whatever it was, against uh, against Luda a couple weeks ago and that big victory. That's a, that's a great win there for those guys. Uh, you know, any of these region champs. Could uh, could certainly get the get the nod. A team like Bowling Springs knocking off Greenwood in a big matchup could, could get the nod. But I mean, one of us has got to take Wilson. So I guess it's got to be me. I'm gonna take the Wilson Tigers here. Uh, anytime you can upset the number one team in the state in 4A, you're getting some love for moving the chains. I'm gonna Absolutely. put it out there. We're gonna, we're gonna give you some love. So hats off to the Wilson Tigers. Uh, hats off to. Uh, Lawrence Timmons already was playing tonight for them, so maybe that's what maybe that's what it was. Uh, he came back and took some snaps. Him and Darian Durant, so it must have been what it was. Um, John, you haven't given us the, the Sumter score yet. You know, I've been looking for. I, hold on, hold on, it. I've got this. Our, our boy uh, Jay Law sent it into the to the page earlier. Uh, I believe it was thirty five to zero, but I will double check that right before I say that. I just thought about the the Gamecocks and the Tigers. There. I know I was predicting a big win yep. for Sumter, yep. right? Sumter 35, Conway 0. So okay. Gamecocks right. shut out the Tigers tonight down there. Uh, that went through the script. I think it was at Sumter. I think it was their homecoming. So uh, big win for Sumter there. John, do you have your too far to get your butt kicked team? 
You know, let me get to that. Okay. I was right on it, and then I lost it. Oh, you lost it. Okay. Well, I was uh, looking up the region. So understandable. Region understandable. Understandable. Not looking good for Hartsville. Yeah, I can tell you here. I, I can look through that uh, while you look up. But West Florence, on the other hand, may have a chance. Okay. Um, well, now, but they've already lost to both those teams, have they not? I'm sure they only have one loss in the region, but that could be. Counting tonight, I think they lost to. to okay. Them. I think yeah, I think they lost to Myrtle Beach a couple weeks ago in our game of the week. They lost tonight to North Myrtle, in uh, in that matchup. So, there, so. And it might be Myrtle Beach and North Myrtle have clinched. The yeah, two then could be, could be. I, yeah, I guess maybe depending on who they got to play next week or so. Um, so it could just be a matchup. We'll see how that, that one seed. See how that works out. Yeah, but should be. Should be interesting there. Um, so you ready, John? Oh, uh, yeah, I remember. I, I didn't see it, but I remember who I was going to get to. It, it goes to the Easley Green Wave. I don't know why. I, maybe I keep thinking that Easley's a bigger school than I think they are, but they go all the way up to TR tonight and get beat up by the Devil Dogs. And, and you know, anytime TR has a good football game, we're like, hey, look at TR. Look at TR. Get after it. And Easley, he's just been getting whipped by everybody. That's a, that's a, Everybody. It's a tale of two programs. I feel like TR is kind of trending upward a little bit there. You know, they've had a couple of nice seasons there. I made the playoffs, I think, last year, maybe the year before, too. Um, and easily just can't find it. You know, they had a new coach, Caleb King, last year from Havelock. I thought was a good good coach. I think you did, too. And then he lasted a year. Now he's going back to North Carolina. So, I think it's something in the program going on with John. I don't think they hired uh, Dura, the OC from Burns, I think, this year. Uh, but, I mean – it's going to take a while, I think, for him to kind of build this program up because it seems like they may have some internal issues uh, more than anything. So They could be. We'll, we'll see how that goes there. Um, John, before we run into our upstate scores and kind of get out of here again, I want to do a quick little something here, try something out on our little thing. Let me see how I make this work here. So after tonight, heading, heading into the last couple weeks of action, John, who is your 5A favorite right now? Do you have a couple teams you like a lot that you're thinking, you know what, these guys are pretty solid, like this is a good football team here? You know. Who, I, who, who are you feeling so far in 5A that you really like a lot? You know, or do you want to go 1A to 5A? Which direction would you rather go, John? Let's go 5. Let's go 5 there um, first. You know, from what I've seen out of what Dutch Fork did tonight, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know they're the favorite. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I just think this could be a year Gaffney or Burns, but I'm going to say Gaffney could uh, upset him. I tell you what, John, I, I really like that Gaffney football team. You know, I saw them play Dorman a few weeks ago. They beat Dorman late. Um, that team is good. Like their defense is young. They're going to keep growing up the more games they play. Their offense is electric. Andre Lindsay, Kobe Paysauer. All those kids there can really play on offense. Uh, that is a good football team, you know. And they just—I think that win over Dorman gave them a big boost. You know, we talked about it before the game. We didn't think we didn't think they would be able to do it because they were so young, so early in the year. They proved us wrong. I think they're going to make a deep run of the playoffs. Obviously, Dutch Fork is still there as a favorite for everybody, but I like Gaffney a lot. Uh, if you guys are watching, give us your thoughts as well. Um, obviously, Dutch Fork. I don't know if there's a team in the lower state that can really challenge them. Uh, Fort Dorchester kind of scared me tonight a little bit with the with their way. I tell you what, that, they, that worries me. You, the object is to win the game. That's true. And they against, did that. They, with they their did back that against the wall. They did that. They did it. And you know what that tells me about Fort Dorchester too? If they get down to Columbia and they're down by a couple scores for Dutch Fort, they're going to go. Ain't no big deal. We've done this before. Yeah, it looks like Fort and Dutch Fort will be in third round for Chad. I, you know, I looked at the playoff practice this week and I kind of forgot where that worked out, but um, that's kind of coming more and more into focus for sure. So that'll be a 
great game there, uh, John. Let's go to 4A now. I'll take the first step at this one. Um, you know, you like Greenwood a lot. You got to like Greenwood with that kind of uh, more of a triple option wing T offense. That's, that's tough to prepare for. Physical too. Um, I, I was going to say I love Myrtle Beach, but tonight gives me big pause about those guys. Yeah. You got to look at a team like AC Flora, maybe, um, who's just been dominating everybody. Big win tonight for those guys. You know, Greer, I don't think Greer's set up to make a deep run. I don't think. I, I would say Greenville, but they're not going to make the playoffs. So you hate to see that. Um, but I like Greenville a lot. And I like AC Flora a lot. I think they're my two favorites. But I still think Myrtle Beach may be the team to beat. I think so, too. Um, you know, and I am, I'm going to say Myrtle Beach because it's, it seems hard to believe a team that has been that good mm-hmm. is going to lose twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Green. The fact that Greenwood lost to Greer, and I know I I talked good about Greer tonight, but the fact that Greenwood lost to Greer that scares me from a state championship perspective. Mm-hmm. That that tells me, hey, you're good when you're good, but on your off nights, eh, yep. not so much. Yep. Um, so I I think Myrtle Beach is the favorite. I'm I'm gonna mm, man. You're going Myrtle Beach. I think so. Just to be fun, I'm gonna say Greenwood. I like that. I would like to see those two teams playing Columbia because I think that would be a yep. really really fun yep. game. But you, I mean, there's I think four A is stacked with talent. You know, I think what we th- we say five A is a little bit top heavy. Maybe the only four or five teams could really win it. I think four A has got a number that could win it. I mean, we talk about oh, AC yeah. AC Floor, Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach, Greenwood, uh, South. Well, I didn't mention South Point yet with yeah. Omega Blake. Those guys are good. You know, we haven't seen AC Floor. We've seen Greenwood. We've seen yep. some of the teams that Greenwood has played. So we, I feel like we have maybe a little bit better of a feel on them. Mm-hmm. But um, we really don't know about Floor. Yeah, we don't know much. No, don't know much at all. Three uh, A, John. Who do you got for us? Ooh, three A. <laughs> One of our favorites every year, really. And this, and you know, this year it gets even more stacked because you get a team like Wren and a team like Daniel dropping down into it. So, what was already a super fun classification got a little more fun this year. I'm going Daniel. Daniel, you like I, Daniel I mean, a lot. Okay. I like Daniel. I think they are just they've got they've got every box checked. I tell you what, I think know. they are very, very, very good. That's a shocker to me because I feel like your your people at Dillon, your people at Chapman, your people at Cameron, all be very mad at you, John. Hey, that's fine. Hey, I've seen Lugoff with a really good team come up to Daniel and a guy named DeAndre Hopkins, single handedly. Yeah. Son of son. Yeah. I was like, man, that guy's pretty good. I mean, this is this team this division also got goes pretty deep as well. We know Gilbert. We didn't talk about Gilbert yet. They're a good team. Gilbert's done great. I mean, Chapman, Chapman is doing it year after year. But you know, uh, you know my thoughts on Chapman and that whole situation, so I'm not gonna pick I'm not gonna pick Chapman. <laughs> um I like Dylan, man. The Wildcats, and Nasty Cats are tough to pick against. They're all, they're always going to be there. You, you know, know that they're always going to be there, John. Here's here's I, I think this deserves conversation. They've, got, they've been lucky to no COVID cases, so that's good. For that's them. right. Camden has been. I think they are. I, I, I put Dylan and Daniel just a, a little bit ahead, not head and shoulders, mm-hmm. a little bit ahead of Camden. But Camden last few years, they they stubbed their toe a little bit in the playoffs. They've gotten to a point where it's like, gosh, we they they got wrecked by Chapman last year, but you know, previous two years they kind of kind of tripped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't. Camden is like the Georgia Bulldogs to me. Okay, they got it all there, but when they play the big dog, can't handle they it. They find a way to not win the game. Um, Chapman, I think they are going to be a really really big problem. Yeah, they're going to be a tough they out. Play. They're going to be a tough out. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's my logic. Chapman. He's probably going to have to go to Daniel. 
That is a long. If they play in the playoffs, that is a long, yeah. long ride. Yeah, I think next week for you guys, we'll probably we'll probably print print out the playoff bracket, start filling what we know already, uh, to kind of give you a little bit of maybe a preview of some week one stuff there. Um, what do we see? But and you know, and if Daniel had to go in between the white walls, I think I'd probably pick Delta. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably pick Delta. Tough place to play down there for sure. Even right. even with the smaller crowds, um, be interesting to see how how much home. But I think I think a neutral field. You, you take away the fireworks, the the literally the fireworks across the street at Dillon, and you know that whole awesome atmosphere that they mm-hmm. put on. I think, and I, I might get to see Dillon um, next weekend, mm-hmm. but I think Daniel is just they're just so crisp. Yeah, and Dillon is good too. Dillon yeah. is good. They 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 earn the reputation that they have. But I think Daniel's uh, they're another level. So we get two A now, another very fun classification, John. You know, Abbeville has been the front runner for year after year after year. Although they lost last year, Slater took Slater took the title there. He got hot at the right time. Um, you know, our team game of the league, Great Collegiate, big win tonight. War Eagles team is going to be tough to beat there. You can never count on a team like Barnwell. I know they took a loss right. last week to Pillion, but they're always going to be there at the end. Um, who else do I like in that division a lot? Maybe a team like uh, Saluda. Saluda, yeah. Tomorrow will teach us a lot more about Saluda. You know, they lost right. early to Great Collegiate. Hadn't gotten to play Newberry yet. Um, tomorrow against Braceburg Leesville will show us a lot. You know, we talk about Chesney just clinching their vision. I don't think Chesney's a contender. I don't think for the championship, John. I really think in we're looking at Abbeville, Great Collegiate, and maybe Saluda Barnwell, one of those two. I don't know how for real know. Newberry is. And it's hard to say about Newberry. We just haven't seen them play enough. They only had two they, games. It's they hard to say more. They could be trouble. Yeah, it's they just hard. Trouble. To, they were trouble. Hard to make call for the Bulldogs so far. Zach Chalmers and those guys, the Epps get a quarterback that you love. Um, hard to make call for those guys. But who do you like in 2A, John? I think Gray Collegiate is – they're my number one. Yeah. They're okay. my number one. And I think – They've got the best win out of anybody so far. Yeah. They did. And I think their biggest threat, I don't think it's Abbeville. I think it's Newberry. I think it's Newberry again. Interesting. Okay. Uh, a one-score game, that could, they play again, that could go either mm-hmm. way. And they they just gotta get they just gotta play a little bit more. Yeah. They gotta play a little more. If they can play a couple of weeks in a row, look out. Yep. Um, yep. I, I like your right. Just by a little bit. Yeah. And looking at class, you know, you go to down a single A there, this has been a division that I don't know what to think anymore, John, about it. You know, Lamar we thought was gonna have a down year and they had a loss earlier in the year, but they you know, they, they play the number ten team tight tonight. Is Lamar as good as good as they have been, or is CA Johnson just better? You know, number one sitting there is Lakeview. They keep on rolling. They got the Ford kid at QB, um, or sorry, running back. You know, usually on the season, Lakeview plays a couple, a couple bigger schools. They'll play a Latta or they'll play, you know, a Dillon or something like that early in the year. This year, we're not really seeing that. So they're just playing their competition. I, think, I mean, I don't think they're going to lose until the playoffs. They might not lose at all. That's also uh, true. You know, That's I, also true. You know, for the last few years, Lamar. Well, maybe you can take away last year because I, I don't know. Missy Floyd's you know, had, has had, had their run the last couple of years. But previously, Lamar, it, it wasn't it wasn't even fun. No, there, the Hamlin's there, there and all those guys. Nothing, you know? um, but now it's you, you still got to give them the respect. And it's not like they're bad now. They're still of course, good. Of course, of course. But um, I like Lakeview. Yeah, I, I do like too. Lakeview. I think Lakeview's in a good spot there. Another team that we see, we don't know a ton of, about yet because they're in one of those upstate single-A regions, which are so weird and how all that works out. But as a team that's dropping down, that's Southside Christian, John. They were pretty good in two-way the last they, couple of years. They are still a solid program. Yeah. What, what I saw from them last year, I was very, very impressed yeah. just from I know the coaching lost, perspective. I know they lost QB. I think they might have lost a running back, too. But 
they've had a good program the last couple of years in two ways. So interesting to see how this gets yeah. when we get to the playoffs and we see some I'm sure we'll see some weird playoff brackets in single A because we just but always we, see, we always do. You know how in, in you know, round one we always see, you know, the the first couple of top mm-hmm. seeds they just walk. Mm-hmm. Win like fifty six to nothing kind mm-hmm. of games. I don't know that we're gonna see much of that this year. Yeah, being the smaller yep. bracket, we're I mean, you're cutting it's out. It's gonna be some really, really competitive games week one. You're cutting out either one or two rounds of the playoffs already. I was I was watching some of Burns Sportberg earlier on my forty, and they were saying, uh, so whoever, whoever finished finishes second place in that Dorman Burns region, guess who they play first week? Hmm, out of Dorman Burns, I'm um, not Gaffney. If you finish second in that region, you're going on the road to Gaffney week one of the playoffs. Gosh, uh, welcome to the uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome, John. Here we go. <laughs> and you hate that if you're Gaffney. I mean, I mean I know you gotta beat him at some yeah. point, but you're yeah. playing the best of the best right out right out of the gate here. So wow. these playoffs are gonna be That makes that game very big. Very interesting. Yeah. So who I yeah. wonder we don't know where the winner would go, do we? Um I would assume we may play Maybe second team out of that region, so Bowling Springs possibly. Bullet Springs would go to the winner of the Burns Orman region. And that would be it. That's not going to be an easy game. No, Jalen Dodd uh, has got that Bullet Springs Bulldogs team rolling right and I now. Think that's a, we, I don't think we talked enough about that. I, I know Greenwood turned the ball over a yep. bunch tonight. But you know what? Yep. I saw the way they ran that mm-hmm. option last week, mm-hmm. and they're very crisp. So Bullet Springs was probably doing something to make that ball fly around. Yep. Um, that, that Greenwood wasn't just bobbling the ball around, was catching it last mm-hmm. week. They they were very crisp. That and uh, let's give Bullen Springs. And that's right. I believe they were down like seventeen to seven and came back to win really? that game. So Bullen Springs fought back hard, uh, got a nice victory there against Greenwood. Uh, John, I'm going to run through the upstate scores one more time to get a, give a quick shout out to our sponsors and social media pages and kind of get us out of here. If that works for you. Yeah. Awesome. Upstate scores one more time. We'll throw in some notes. John, if you have some comments here, let us know. Daniel fifty two BHP fourteen. Daniel wins their region tonight. Greer at 37, Lawrence 21, the game you were at. Greer wins their region tonight as well. Legion Collegiate 24, Blacksburg 12. Bowling Springs 27, Greenwood 24. One of our games of the week, you just talked about it, John. Big win for the Bulldogs there. Hats off to those guys. Tomorrow, we have Chapman Broom. Okay. And then yesterday, we had Palmetto beat Carolina 55-26. Abbeville, you know, I know you said they're not your favorite, John. I don't think they give up 10 points this year. They beat Christchurch <laughs> 46-0 today. They beat everybody something to zero, it seems like. Crescent, 40, Liberty, 8. Blue Ridge, 16, Berea, 14. Dorman, 21, Spartanburg, 0 in a shutout there. Dorman, I'll tell you what, John. Dorman and I did not think looked super crisp tonight. You know, I thought they were going to beat Spartanburg a little worse than that. Um, the quarterback, quarterback for Dorman, Zay Foster, had a good game running around. Uh, Chance Black had an okay game. But it, the, the game didn't quite go the way I thought it was going to go. But still Dorman with a nice shutout win there over um, region foe hey, Spartanburg. They're, they're tightening it up quick. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They've got uh, Burns here next week, so that'll be a good ball game for sure. Travelers Rest, 32, easily 12. Greenville, 42, Eastside, 13. That Greenville team that will miss the playoffs, even though they are top 10 in 4A because of the way the brackets work out with Greer getting the one seed, Greenville getting the two seed out of that region there. TL Hanna, Hillcrest postponed until a couple weeks from now. Number 6, they will try to play that game. Yep, Malden beats T- uh, JL, JL Man, 52 to 7. St. Joe's, 34-17, victory over Landrum. Wren, 56, Pendleton, 34. Powdersville, all over, all over Southside, 57-32. Florence Christian, 42. Spartanburg Christian, 13. 
Whitmire shuts out Calhoun Falls 44-0. Union County into Bryson Hunter 42, Emerald 27. Westside 56, Pickens 6, Westside wins their region tonight. Wahala 36, Woodmont 35 on a late two-point conversion to win. And Clinton beats Woodruff 33-14. And then 96-31, West Oak 7. Also postponed Gaffney, Fort Mill, and Wade Hampton and Burns. Our game of the week scores. We mentioned that Greenwood, Bowling Springs game. Bowling Springs 27, Greenwood 24. Lamar 50, C.A. Johnson 44 in overtime. Great Collegiate 34, Newberry 28. And then Batesburg, Leesville, and Saluda postponed to 11 a.m. tomorrow. Not sure why it is, John, but tomorrow at 11 a.m. they're getting going. I, you know, I'd like to head down there for that game, but I think it's probably sold out. So I don't think we'll be able to make it uh, down there to that one. John's team of the week for Dorchester. Mine is Wilson after their big victory over Myrtle Beach, 41-38. to Fort D won that game. What was it 35-34, John? That was the reveal we had. 35-34, down 28-14 in the fourth quarter. Big victory for those guys there. Uh, so appreciate you guys tuning in tonight on Facebook, uh, Moving the Chains SC. Thank you for watching. Give me your comments. Tell you what, John, I don't know what to deal with pissed off Chris. Chris wasn't even in here now. What happened to Chris Blanton? Uh-huh. Where's my guy Chris Blanton now? Come on, Chris. Uh-huh. But we had some good comments from Chad Furman and uh, – Got some good stuff from Jay Law during the game, giving us some scores, uh, as well as Chris Eagle to give us some scores. Yeah, I think that's some well, so, too. So that was good for sure. Appreciate you guys on that stuff. Um, a lot of great viewers again. Like I said, like this, like our our videos, comment on the videos, share the videos. We're trying to get our views up. We're having some problems with that, so share it. Tell your friends. Also, like the page so you'll know when we're going live each week. That would be much appreciated. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Moving Chains. M O V I N C H A I N S. We're on YouTube with a version of the live show afterward we put up on there. Also have the audio-only version that we do on our podcast platform. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on there. And then, anywhere else we are, John? I think that's it. Where are we not? Uh, that's right. Wherever you guys consume content, that's where we we're are. even on the radio. That, that's right. Yes, being upstate. Check us out there uh, on Thursdays and Fridays with Rob Brown and those guys. We appreciate you there, guys, for sure. Um, I do want to shout out one more time to our, our preview show. Love to have you guys tune in for that. You know, if you guys have some games you recommend us talking about, tell us that ahead of time. You we know. did pretty good on our predictions this week. We did. We did much better. We much had better. to redeem ourselves. Much better. Bit. Yeah, check us out on there on Wednesdays, Thursdays, whenever that comes out. Love for you to check that out on the same thing. Same places on Facebook, podcast, YouTube, whatever. We're all on the same stuff with that as well. So love to have you guys tune into that. And I think that's about it, John. One more quick shout out to our sponsor, George Agency. Check them out, GeorgeAgency.net. George Agency on Facebook. Uh, all your insurance needs, whether you're a business owner or an individual needing something for yourself, give those guys a call and they will take care of you for sure. Anything else, John? I feel like I just talked for like 20 minutes in a row. My, my throat's like just about to fall out. Oh, you're good. That's great. Love it. Okay. You know, I just talking about who clinched region, who's out of the playoffs. It, should, it has me really, really excited about our playoff show. Yes. And that, putting together those gonna those be brackets so and talking about. Who's going to see who yeah. win and yeah. all that kind of – or who might see who win. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of – I am really – got two more weeks of football, which is great. That's right. But I'm really looking forward to that. you got to remember I, all our Saluda fans getting their check – you know, giving us a hard time last year about Saluda last year. They called it. They were on it the whole time. Saluda stand up. That's what they were saying. Yeah. They pulled it out for they sure. Um, one more thing I do want to touch on right quick with the COVID stuff. You know, I know we're seeing more and more teams having postponed games each week. John, John we talked about this on the show yesterday with Rob. Some teams are talking about sitting out these last couple of weeks. I mean, really, that's a, that's not a bad idea. You hate to see it because you want to see games get played. You want to see football happen. Daniel is one of those teams. Daniel was supposed to play, I believe, Hillcrest mm-hmm. 
um, on November 6th. Last week of the year. Mm -hmm. So since Hillcrest and Hannah got postponed this week, Hillcrest said, we're dropping Daniel so he can play Hannah. Yep. Um, And Hannah is not playing, and I can't, it's a borderline playoff team. Mm -hmm. Um, The the opponent that Hannah's dropping may not be in the playoffs. But that's a big big thing for Daniel. It's almost like having a bye. Yep. Um, You get a week off, get set for the playoffs, you get a week off where you're not going to have COVID. Yep. Or you're not yeah, going to have a game. Yeah, because in case you guys haven't seen it, if you get COVID in the playoffs, you forfeit. Yeah. There's no, like, postpone the game, no send this guy home. No, it's your team is out. Yeah. So that this is such a it's such a weird season. It's such a hard job for these coaches. I mean, I mean, really, John, like I know this is bad to say, but you're not reporting those cases if you get them. Like, I mean, you're you're telling that kid or those two kids to go home, but you're not telling that the high school league that you got COVID, I don't think. I mean, this is big-time football, John. Yeah, I don't is know. It, is it in Pop Warner? Is it in Pee Wee? Yeah. I don't know. We're going to see some, some you know, magically COVID, COVID cases will disappear for the playoff month <laughs> somehow in South Carolina. It's not going to happen. So, and, that'll be very interesting to see how that turns games, out. I ran into a situation tonight. If you're at the game, follow the rules. Yeah. It's simple. I know it They're sucks, simple. but just do it. Don't, God. Don't show up at the start of the third quarter and sit directly behind people, me, and then cough on me because you smoked so much dang cigarettes, you know, earlier in the day. Just... The crowd from Lawrence was awesome, but they had two people that were the opposite of awesome. Yeah. So just follow the rules. It's easy. We none of us like it. It's fine. We got football. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Don't be so, an idiot. Check it out. Hopefully, we get another couple good couple good weeks of games here without teams uh, having to postpone. So we'll see what happens. But you guys, like I said, thanks for tuning in, tuning in next week. And uh, like I said, John, anything else you got for us? Ready for next week already? All right, John Epps, Kevin Thomas, moving the change week five. Talk to you guys soon.